Hi, welcome to the Medicine of Being Human podcast with your host, Sina Maria. I am coming on to do a solo episode. I haven't posted one of these for a little bit. Um, There's just so much coming through and I've been getting a pretty solid and helpful initiation with the series that I've been recording with Ceres Andromeda. Um, It's really helpful for me to have that accountability. And um, for those that don't know, this podcast is a total side project, heart project, and I'm very much learning as I go. And having a co-creator to have a regular schedule and have a series of content that we're working to produce and, and share within a set period of time has been a big up level for me to record and edit and post and record and edit and post each week. Um, and for, I, I imagine many of you can relate where in this time of January, it feels like every day is like 40 hours and, um, yeah, there's just, it's so, so, so full and we're still very much feeling and integrating the shifts and the rebirthing that's happened from this, the most recent lunar eclipse. Um, and so with all of these things happening, it's almost like it's enough. There's so much going on that I, I can't even try and figure things out before doing them anymore. I just need to take a step and do them. And that's something I've been feeling with this podcast too. It's like, if I pause and try and think about it, I'll just get overwhelmed. In reality, I just do it. And it takes like an hour and each day or, you know, I, I parse out the time and that's that's it. So there's a, a deep shift into embodiment that I'm really feeling with this podcast specifically. So I just want to send my gratitude to everyone that's tuned in so far and continues to tune in. And um, I was just reading some comments on Instagram and people were sharing where they listen to the podcast. That's that's a question I've never asked before. Um, and people were organically sharing that, you know, one woman said she tunes in in her tiny cabin when she's making a fire before bed. Or it just gave me a little insight into who and where people are listening from and really warms my heart. Um, There's been at least over over a thousand plays, um, which is amazing and crazy. And like, I can't believe, doesn't really feel real yet that there's people tuning in and listening to this. Um, And I'm just really, really touched and like warm fuzzies from, from this project that is just coming through and all the supporting connections and um yeah love that is is emerging from this and through this so um that being said if you haven't given me a review on itunes ideally um and subscribing really helps too i've been learning so if you like what i'm putting out and you want to just get notifications as soon as something's available on your podcast app, hit the subscribe button and it will make sure to notify you. Um, and that also helps on my end. Um, and then the, yeah, the, the reviews on iTunes are, are huge and they really just 
make me feel so happy. Um, I am realizing I'm a Libra rising and I really like (laughs) constant feedback and constant validation basically and um, reading reviews and comments from people just really helps me keep going because sometimes I can feel a little lonely um, when I'm just you know speaking into my phone and uploading this thing and putting it out there and um, yeah anyways I'm learning a lot about myself I'll just leave it leave it there but and I really appreciate all the feedback and comments and love so if you could take a minute if you haven't already and just do a little five star do a little feedback um, it would be really really helpful and supportive so I want to share kind of a plethora of different things and we'll see what's going to come out um, I tuned into a webinar yesterday with an astrologer named Elias Lonsdale and um he is someone that Ceres, who's a guide that I've worked with, Ceres Andromeda studies a lot of his work, and that's how I got connected to him. And he has a totally different, um, just expansive, conscious, evolutionary perspective on astrology in general. It's not so much of the astrology that we see in our daily lives is this more 3D, more stagnant, more static way of looking at the stars. And Elias Lonsdale, his his incredible books, um, he's just a mind-blowing person and channel. Um, His approach is of being in relationship with the planets and the, the stars as actual entities. And so when you read his books, um, you you get to know, for example, Saturn as as a a person, um, like a an energy that a person would carry, and and he's amazing at his ability to capture that. Yes, this person has these qualities, and they they will they're multidimensional, and they shift depending on what's what the situation that this planet is in. Um, and so it's not this just like, okay, Saturn's the, like the, the grandfather that has structure or whatever kind of static stereotypes we are used to. Um, it's, it's much more evolutionary. Um, so we're transitioning into a new year, the year of the boar the earth bore and this is in the Chinese calendar so we're leaving the year of the dog and tuning into the year of the boar and this was the theme of the webinar that I tuned into yesterday and there was a lot of goodness that that I wanted to share um so let's see 2019 Let's talk about the boar actually first. So the the boar is a wild animal um, and it is strong, very, very strong, very embodied. They dig into the earth um, and they're, they can be really fierce and they can take us on a ride and this 
ability to dig and the the fact that they are so deeply earth animals um, will help us uproot our deepest karmas. And they're also able to digest and they can they can eat kind of anything. Um, you may be familiar with pigs, like people feed pigs a lot of things because pigs can digest a lot of stuff and boars are this are similar. So there's this theme of being able to fully digest and fully ingest what um, what we need to and what is coming in through us. And and yeah, there's like just the image of rooting down, digging deeper and deeper into the earth as we continue embodying and anchoring light into the earth. Um, we're connecting to deep inner earth. That's the journey that I'm seeing us going through and really um, our awareness is coming online that the earth is us and we are the earth and the medicine that we need is what the earth can provide and we have so much medicine that we can give the earth. So there's this relationship and this kind of waking up continued waking up, continued deepening our understanding of what the power of the earth that we live on. And this is something that's also somewhat forgotten about or or missed when we're so focused on looking at the stars around us. It's like, that's all in relation to the planet that we are on right now. Like the reason we the astrology signs are like above us and around us, it's because the perspective that we're looking from is from the earth. So to know ourselves more and to really attune to our center and our truth, we will be going deeper into the center of the earth and the truth of the planet that we live on because this is our home. So... um Boars are another symbol of this is that it's really this like holding to one's own self territory. Um, it's, it's like this deepening and strengthening our connection with ourselves, being who we are on without question, basically being unfuckwithable um, and embodying our truth. And receiving what's given to us from the inside more so than what is coming in from the outside. So that's the overall theme of the boar. And 2019 is a turning point. Uh, We have three different eclipse cycles throughout the year, which um, the last time this happened was in the year 2000. And... That was a turning point. We were turning into this new millennia. Yes, there was a lot of kind of chaos around um, the end of the world and what was going to happen to our computers when we shifted into the year 2000. Um, But that's not really the point. The point is that everyone was feeling in some way the immense importance of shifting into a new millennium on the Gregorian calendar. So um, Elias described these having three eclipse eclipse cycles in this year as an exclamation point, really signifying that this is this is a 
significant year. There's a lot shifting. We have, we just had, we had an eclipse cycle very early in the year, which we just had. And then there's one in the middle and then there's one in the end, just the way that, that the, the stars are aligning and the calendar is falling. So there's, um, yeah, we're, we're really going for it. We're really moving forward and preparing for 2020. Um, Uranus is how we see our way forward and beyond. And Uranus is shifting out of Aries into Taurus. And this happened a a bit last year for a moment. So you may have, this may have been in your field from that. And Uranus is a seven year, has seven year cycles. And so, um, it's in a sign for seven years. So it was in Aries for the last seven years. And now we're really moving forward into Taurus. Uranus is the ruler of Aquarius. Uranus is um, very forward thinking, very much the the flash of insight, the kind of revolutionary, the, the new beyond anything you could ever have envisioned. It's like the total unexpected out of bounds new. And having this energy come into an earth sign, Taurus is very earthy, very, um, it's the bull. It's almost similar in a way to the boar in some ways, as far as like just kind of dense, heavy earth. Um, and that's, that's really special. It's really significant as we are deepening our embodiment into our, our dense human bodies, the fact that this really out there plant, quote unquote, out there, we viewed it as out there, um, is now transitioning into this, this earth, earth sign of, of embodiment. So um, Elias was saying that this, this shift into Taurus is going to basically bring the way that we see the way forward and beyond into our innate intrinsic way of being. So rather than it being this kind of weird, eccentric, far out, quote unquote, way of looking at the world that only, quote unquote, far out people do, um, anything that's more than human is now seen as the basis of our reality. It's just normal. Um, it's like we've always known that these realms beyond exist and that they impact us and this will just be a more natural, um, it will be a natural way of looking at the world. Um, yeah, okay, I'll leave it, I'll leave it there. So this is a helpful thing to just have awareness around as far as um, welcoming all parts of yourself. So you, the part of you that may have felt really out there is now has more access to your whole being, for example. And so you can really uh, consciously shift the dials of your perception to see deeper 
and into different worlds, different realities, different realms, different sources of information. Okay, there's a really big one um, about Saturn and Pluto. This is one that we will be talking about for a while, a couple years at least. Um, so Saturn and Pluto are moving towards being conjunct, meaning they're moving next to each, they're moving closer to each other. Conjunct means they're, they're next to each other in the sky. And this is happening in the sign of Capricorn, another earth sign. This is, um, a sign of the, I think of it as the sign of the grandmothers. Um, it's also the sign of really like structured earthly manifestation in an organized way. Um, and in the grander scheme of the world, it's the energy of the grandmothers that when we were in, in ways of counsel and we had elders that were guiding us, the grandmothers carried that Capricorn energy of very clear, very, um, very grounded creation and protection and love that infused the entire tribe or village. So Saturn and Pluto are, are dancing. Um, and there's a lot I could say about this. Um, I think I'm just going to jump to the point, cut to the point, uh, very Saturn approach. Basically they are, these two coming together Saturn's like a structural, Saturn like structure. They're, it's a structural planet. Um, it's very much earth for like matter over spirit um, is kind of Saturn's approach. And Pluto is, is like power transformation. Um, it can kind of come in and blow things up and it's for the greatest good. And so these two coming together can definitely cause some some tension and intensity in our inner worlds. And a note here that all the planets that I'm speaking about are just aspects of ourselves. So remember that it's not something out there. It's, it is and it's something. It's just a mirror for what's happening within us. So um, what's going to happen this year is... Any parts of ourselves that don't want to be here are going to continue and and finally for good if they're still if they're still present, they're going to be rooted up and exposed and removed. Um, Elias describes these as implantations, and um, there there's this energy that's been implanted in us that. Um, keeps us not here. It keeps us resistant to the human experience. So it, yeah, it's like the time is now and anything that is taking us away from engaging in our current embodied incarnation is, is not gonna, is not going to be able to stick around in this, in this energy. It is, um, full force. It's the first year that we have a genuine, incredibly strong chance to bring through who we are into this world authentically. 
That's a direct quote from Elias. So like it's on. And I think a lot of us can feel that. And so this Saturn-Pluto conjunction is really just a medicine of like, we agreed to be here. Um, another quote, this is the most urgent, incredible time to be alive and it's not time to opt out. So any remaining doubt and fear or resistance to wanting to be here, any part of you that is um, operating from a a victim consciousness or is not taking full responsibility for your incarnation, for your choice to be here at this time is going to be uprooted. And this can be hard for our small ego self. And it's the best medicine because once that part of us that holds us back And the part of us that just resists subtly sometimes, like weaving into our daily life and expression of ourselves and the way that we share gifts, the part that stops that authentic sharing is just not going to be around. So it's powerful um, and it's so why we're here and so exciting to imagine a world where we're all sovereign and and operating from a place of sovereignty and responsibility and sacred choice in how we embody and express ourselves in every moment. Whew. Yeah, it's very uh, powerful, good stuff that we're doing. It's good work. Okay. That is really the main stuff. I'm just looking at my notes. Um, There was one thing that he said that I I also would like to share. Um, He said with this, um, the Saturn and Pluto, they're moving towards conjunction. They're not there yet. Um, with this energy, this co-creation that they're doing, it, it is getting sharper as they're moving closer together. It's heating up and it can feel like fire. And, um, it, it is that energy that we may be feeling that we need, we feel like we need to pay attention and put all of our life force into, um, kind of bearing down and moving through like it's like we can feel this coalescing of our energy from all the different areas that it's been dispersed into coming into our center and then like what are we moving that energy into what are we creating with that energy how are we manifesting and wielding our power um so and (laughs) there's no with these energies specifically with saturn and pluto there's no wiggle room anymore. It's like, there's no leeway of like, it's either this or that. And eh, I don't know which one I'm going to do. It's like, nope, like this is the way. And I don't really have any other option. And that can be really hard and triggering and bring up a lot for people. Um, the ego is, is struggles with that. Um, 
And yet that's such a blessing because how much energy do we spend? How much energy do we disperse by wibbling, wobbling and wiggling around and in indecision and going back and forth in what's right, what's not right? Um, you know, how much energy do we disperse by not committing to things because there is seemingly endless choice and options? So now we're coming to this place where like there's there's a clear path forward and that's the path and there's no time to waste in like dipping your toe into other paths and like seeing if the temperature on the other path might be a little bit better than the temperature on this path like that's some bullshit that we're letting go (laughs) um speaking from personal experience and so yes like lots of love and and compassion for our egos that are potentially going to struggle with that and also like a huge sigh of relief of oh my god okay thank you I'm here I don't have to struggle with myself over every little decision so Elias um I love how he said this he says we have to be he's an amazing wordsmith and channeler and much more eloquent than than myself so I highly recommend his work um and it's stargenesis.com I believe it's Start, if you Google Star Genesis, you'll find him. Um, so he says, we have to be strongly seeped in soul and in source to be willing to go on with it. We are now walking, we realize that we're now walking in a world that we have chosen. And I love that imagery of seeping yourself in your soul and in source. Um, the alternative is coming from an ego perspective perspective and ego position if we're coming from that place while we're in this turning point year if we're focusing on from a more like mental and logical rational perspective and our ego is is in the forefront all we're going to focus on and all we can focus on is how hard things are and how it feels like everything is going wrong and it's all happening to me and why When you're coming from, when you're seeped in your soul and in source, when you are resourced, think about that word resourced, it's really sourced. Like when you are connected to source and you, you keep that, you foster your connection to source, you keep your inspiration alive. This is another big thing. If you haven't listened to the series of um, ascension discussions with Ceres Andromeda, um, the first pillar of ascension that she pulled through is inspiration. So how do we how do we resource ourselves? How do we connect to source? It's through being inspired, through connecting to spirit, through expanding our perspective and feeling the joy and excitement and passion that pulses through us when we are connected to source, when we know that we're receiving or, you know, watching a video or reading poetry that is truth and it it rings that truth bell within our physical body. That is filling ourselves up with source energy and reconnecting to source. So when we are resourced, we're not going to be at mercy to what's happening around us it's not we're not a victim we are at full choice and we can choose 
where and how to shift our response to what's happening in the moment. It doesn't, it's not something that's happening to you. It's something happening for you. And likely it's something you created. You wanted this to happen so that you have this moment of coming back to yourself. And one thing I really, I've noticed this in myself and in um, people around me is that there's kind of this, we can get really obsessed or like tuned into the lessons of, of our challenges, right? So we go through this challenge and we're like, wow, this is a really challenging situa- situation. And as we're kind of working through it, we are picking apart all the different lessons that we're learning and being like, oh, there is my little girl that was feeling insecure. And like now I'm seeing that that part of myself is still here. And how can I um, support her and love her and nourish her so she's not feeling insecure? X, Y, Z. I'm just giving examples. Um, and so much, this is what I've been really feeling at least. And I, I'm curious if that res- resonates with more people. But I've been feeling so much that a lot of the medicine right now is um, simply in coming back to yourself and back to center as you navigate these challenging situations that pull you out of center. So like, yeah, it's, it's like, yes, okay, we got the lessons like about this, that, that, and the other thing. But really, it's like how quickly and gracefully were you able to become aware that you got pulled off center and return to yourself? Because it's not like we're not going to have challenges. It's in the human experience. That's why we're here. So the challenges are going to be there. But the as, as we embody our sovereignty and our grace and our power how do we wield that and as we continue practicing and and right in in practicing from our mastery place of how to bring ourselves back then the challenges that may have thrown you for like a four-month process last year are now navigated so much more easily and with more grace and they don't take up so much of your energy. And that, I think, is ultimately the, the main medicine and the main truth of what we're doing. It's like, yes, all those specific lessons are important and really we're just here to remember our wholeness and our divine sovereign power within ourselves and act from that place of full unity, full love consciousness. It's the path of returning to love and unity from fear and separation. That's all it's about. So you don't, um, you don't necessarily need to like dissect every single thing that's happening all the time. It's just like, you know, when you come back to yourself and you know, from that place, if there's anything else that you need to do to clear or um, tie up a specific situation to be in full integrity and full alignment and to pull your energy back to yourself completely, you know, from that place 
what you need to do and it will be relatively simple and straightforward. So, okay, I think I'm going to leave it at this. I'm hoping, yeah, I have other episodes that I want to get to um, and I hope to do that soon, but um, I'm going to, I'm going to end there. So sending a lot of love um, to all of you. I am continuing this series with Ceres Andromeda. Um, there is a discount on her course that if you are interested, I think you can still get it through the end of January, which is coming up um, the next couple days. So even if you, you don't get the discount, I still highly recommend reaching out to her and just looking at the course. Um, it will be so helpful right now during this turn of the Chinese New Year. All the planets are going forward. I didn't really touch on that right now because we are talking about that a lot in the other Ascension discussions that the episodes I mentioned. So tune into those. But in a nutshell, all the planets are moving forward through March, uh, through the like March 5th, I think. So that's another reason why everything is just go mode. Um, I just did an Instagram story about this and I put it in my highlights under the now section. I'm not going to go repeat that right now, but I, if you want to see more about the energy of like how now is not the time to figure things out, it's really a time to just go. That is there for you. Okay, I'm going to sign off. Thank you so much. I am so grateful for this space and for the support and the love and for you for listening to this and receiving these powerful messages and being open and being here at this time. I'm sending lots of love. You can see this episode and others at medicineofbeinghuman.com. And I will see you very soon for the next episode with Ceres. Much love.